This is Pat Kapowich, real estate agent. Lots going on with regards to housing. However, I need to share this information with you, buying and selling homes concurrently. Something I've specialized in over the years, and traditionally, I do not use financing to make this happen. My clients typically do the traditional method that we will get into in other programs. And let's just go down that traditional list of buying and selling homes concurrently. For instance, find a real estate agent that is experienced in handling concurrent transactions. Get your home appraised to determine its current value. You could do that with the real estate agents. Put your home on the market at a competitive price. Find a new home that meets your needs and budget. Make an offer on the new home contingent upon the sale of your current primary residence. Negotiate with the buyers of your current home to determine a closing date that works for both parties. Close on the sale of your concurrent home and the purchase of your new home, hopefully on the same day. And then move into your new home. Sounds a lot easier than it is. Today, I have an interview for you with Creighton Galloway, top loan officer who uses financing to make this process a little easier. So sit back, relax, enjoy Creighton Galloway. Thanks, Pat. Glad to be here. Creighton Galloway, loan officer from O2 Mortgage, NMLS number 28268, right here out of Bay Area, Campbell, California. And uh, I do lend everywhere in California, as well as Arizona, Colorado, Idaho, Missouri, Oregon, Texas, Washington, and Nevada soon enough. Of course, you do business in a lot of states. And this year, of course, we had loan or interest rates increases in March, May, June, July, and September in California. We have year-over-year sales are down 25%. However, the median days on market is 19. So we still have some activity out there. And they need a loan officer like yourself, right? That's right. Let's go over buying and selling simultaneously. What is a bridge loan? So a bridge loan, it's it's called a bridge loan because it bridges the gap between your current primary residence and the new primary primary residence you'll be buying. So how do you make that transition? What a bridge loan does is you get this bridge loan, you cash out of your equity, getting cash. So it's available to either put a full cash down payment or a large down payment on your new property. And then the idea is you buy the new property. Soon enough, you'll sell your current residence and then you'll pay off that bridge loan. One of the advantages, as you mentioned, it is flexible, but the borrower can access more cash if they need to fix up the property. The cash they're accessing doesn't necessarily have to be just for the down payment. A lot of times you'll see this used for, yes, fixing up the property, small repairs to get it ready to sell, certainly. This allows a homeowner to access extra cash for renovations or improvements in order to sell their current residence, correct? 
Yeah, certainly. So typically with a bridge loan, assuming they qualify, they can go as high as 80% of the value of their current home. And they could use that not only for the down payment of the current home, but of the new home, but also renovating the home so it's ready to sell, get repairs done. Now, we still see some markets with competitive neighborhoods and borrower could access more equity from their home through a bridge loan to have a larger down payment or maybe even a cash offer. Yeah, I see that happen a lot. It certainly helps with their offer. Cash is king and it makes their offer strong. That's one of the ways that the bridge loan is very helpful in them purchasing this new home. Now, what are the downsides to a bridge loan? It serves its purpose, but it could be relatively costly. When you get these bridge loans, you're probably paying two or three points, which means two or three percent of the loan. So if you're getting a bridge loan for, say, 500K, that would be 10K to 15K in closing costs for this loan. And on top of that, you would be paying interest on the loan while you have it. So it could be relatively expensive. However, if it's time to move, it's time to move. If you want the bigger house, smaller house. Or- Absolutely. it's It serves its purpose. If it gets you in the house, that, that's definitely worth it, the cost. Well, I guess that's arguable. Yeah. The beauty of this, perhaps you can avoid moving twice. Avoid interim housing. Right. Sometimes people might be creative and it's a lot of times it's a, a solution, maybe selling your house and then doing a rent back for 60 days and trying to find something in that gap. But you know, what if you don't find anything? Okay. That is another technique, by the way, where the, the homeowner sells their property and has a, an agreement to stay in their primary residence that they're selling for 60 days on a daily basis. Yeah. Now let's go into this. First of all, what is a HELOC? What does that stand for? It's a home equity line of credit. What are the advantages to a home equity line of credit? A great question. I use this strategy quite a bit, basically tapping into the equity of the home to get a line of credit. So for instance, let's say you have a million dollar home. You might only have a first mortgage of 200K on it. So you could probably get a home equity line of credit, assuming you have good credit and can qualify, let's just say 500. And you're not going to use this money until you need it. It's like a credit card where you're not paying anything on it until there's a balance on it. It's a great strategy. So what I see a lot of times is someone will get a home equity line of credit on their current home. And then when they find the new home, that's when they tap into that home equity line of credit, whether that 500K, maybe it buys them, allows them to do a full cash offer on the new home, or maybe it helps with a down payment. And home equity line of credit, of course, you can go many different lenders that offer HELOCs, many different banks, credit unions, but it's not costly. The source I use typically, there's no closing costs and there's just an appraisal fee. Wow. Um, The home equity line of credit is less expensive. The home equity line of credit, the HELOC, what I'm referring to, it's just an appraisal cost, no closing cost. And the idea is, like I said, you tap into that equity line, that cash when you need it. So you might wait until you put, you need the cash to, to buy the home make the down payment. And you might only have it for what, one or two months. If you could strategize it right and sell your home right after you buy the new one, you're only paying interest on that loan for one or two months. As compared to the bridge loan, that has points up front and that is expensive. Right. It has points up front, it's expensive. And then you're paying on it as soon as you tap into it. And sometimes there are certain scenarios where people look for a home and for whatever reason it they decide, okay, you know what? Maybe I'm not going to buy a new home and that's fine. But they they 
paid a few points on this bridge loan. They paid interest while they had it, and now they need to pay it off. Now, of course, again, that is the advantage of a bridge loan is you could be actively selling your home, have a sign on the lawn, open houses, advertising for with a bridge loan, and the lenders will not have a problem with that because they know what you're doing. That's not the case with a home equity line of credit. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. You want to strategize with your lender how you do this. Typically, when a lender's offering a HELOC, they certainly don't want to see its pending sale. Yeah, so definitely make sure they get the HELOC first and then put it on the market. Yeah, that's a good point. They are planning to have that loan for years to come, not for three weeks or three months. That does remind me is another thing to consider when you're looking at these home equity line of credits is sometimes there is an early payment fee. And of course, that varies with lenders. Typically, the ones I see are maybe 2000 paying it off early being less than three years. But that varies between lenders. And yeah, all in all, it's a lot less costly than a bridge loan in, in many scenarios. On a bridge loan, as well as a home equity line of credit, The homeowner has to qualify for those types of loans, plus the new home, if they're buying a bigger home or smaller home or out of state. So they have to qualify. In either case, they have to qualify with two mortgages. If you're getting a new mortgage on the new home, then yeah, typically with the bridge loan, you you would be qualifying with both mortgages, both properties, and same with the HELOC, yeah. Of course, we met through the Silicon Valley Association of Realtors. I hosted Zoom meetings and you've always been a big sponsor and bringing great information. Recently, you mentioned on a Zoom call for Realtors about a different program. It's an added wrinkle to the scenario that's helpful. If you're selling your home, your primary home and buying a new one, a lot of times I've tried to resolve the asset part of having the down payment with the HELOC and the bridge loan. But a lot of times people can't qualify for having two properties and getting hit with that on their debt ratio. We have an option where if your home, your current home is at least listed, then we can remove that from the debt ratio. So we wouldn't look at the current mortgage. We wouldn't look at the HELOC that you pulled. We wouldn't look at those payments or the tax or insurance on the current home or HOA if applicable. Uh, Yeah, we'd omit that from the debt ratio, which is great. A lot of times you'll see with lenders, either they might say, nope, you have to hit them, or maybe with that current primary home or two, they might say it has to be not only on the market, but have an accepted offer, maybe even contingencies removed. So a lot of times with this scenario, they might do this last minute where they're just about to get in their house, get the new house, and then they put it on the market prior to the close and it removes it from the debt ratio. And it's helpful. It definitely helps the debt ratio to get that current home off. So for the lay people out there, they could buy the home that they would near their grandchildren or a smaller home or bigger home based on this program. And as long as the home that they are leaving is listed on the marketplace, it will be removed from the financial picture of qualifying. Correct. You got it. Unbelievable. Because we have a lot of people stuck in their homes. They're not ready to move, unable to move, unwilling to move. And this will really help, I'm sure, a lot of people. You mentioned that you had a situation, I believe, with some older adults last week in one of these situations. That was a situation where they had a home that they lived in now, long-time home, had plenty of equity. They were on a fixed income. So 
there's a, a couple obstacles as far as getting this new potential home, which was going to be the retirement home. How do we leave this property and get to that property and make it work? There's a lot of deliberation how to make this work. I thought about a bridge loan, which was costly. I would have worked their scenario. I looked at maybe doing a home equity line of credit to help them get the down payment, which they didn't have, and then do a new loan on the new house. And that's the route I thought I was going to go, but I thought about this, looked at it, and I mentioned these HELOCs. And I don't actually do the HELOCs myself. I know right. someone outside my organization that I trust that handles them well. I don't get a referral fee or anything for that, but I know they'll do a good job and it helps my clients. So in this scenario, I actually... I talked myself out of the uh, out of the sale altogether. All I said, you know what? It, if you could do a jumbo HELOC uh, on the equity of your current home, you could have that cash ready to pull when you need to, and you could buy this new home all cash. And that's ultimately what they did. It worked for them. They're looking for they're looking for their home now, and they'll pull from the HELOC when needed. They were happy. I took myself out out of the scenario, but it, it worked for them. This is why I say you don't need a crystal ball if you have a great loan officer, <laughs> right? Big difference. Now, let's get into a non-secured loan option. What is that all about? I like using multiple tools for different scenarios. Everyone has a different scenario. And another option I used, and it's a niche product, basically, there might be a scenario either you need money right away. Maybe you they want to buy all cash, but they don't have enough. Maybe they just need a little bit more money or maybe they want to fix up their home and they need the money now to get the ball moving. So I know of a personal loan, non-secured loan, meaning it's not a lien against your house, but it's up to a hundred thousand, no closing costs, no prepayment penalty. And they can get this from application. They could probably access those funds in two or three days. It's lightning quick. It's something that could help in some of these scenarios. And they might only need that money for a short time until they sell their current home. So it's a great, fast solution. I see. Now, next up, advice on recasting. What is a recast loan? Great question. So basically a recast, it's recalculating your mortgage, re-amortizing your mortgage to the new balance. So a lot of times in these scenarios, Let's say you you buy your new home and you haven't sold your current home yet. So you might not have a large amount of cash as you will as soon as you sell the home. So let's just say you close on the new home, have a million dollar loan. The plan is to sell your current home, maybe net 800,000 and quickly pay that million dollar loan down. But if you do that, typically making that payment, that large down payment by itself pay down on the loan won't adjust the mortgage by itself. You're still going to be paying a mortgage on a million dollar loan. The payment won't go down by itself from say 5,000 down to 1,500. So that's what the recast is. Certain lenders, a good amount of lenders will, but not all will recast the mortgage. They'll do that recalculation with a large, a large down payment. So it's something you certainly want to strategize, talk to the lender see if it's something they will do. Certainly a lot of people want to recast that loan and knock that $5,000 payment down to $1,500. In closing here, your contact information? You got it. Creighton Galloway, O2 Mortgage. My contact is 408-410-4422. That's my cell. My email, I'll spell my name. So it's a little bit tricky. C-R-E-I-G-H-T-O-N at O2MTG.com. That's O2 as in oxygen. Don't put a zero. Beautiful. I am Pat Kapowich. 
California broker number 00979413 in Creighton so we can comply together. What is your number for your industry? 282680. Great. Thanks for coming out. You're one of my loan officer heroes. I hope to have you back real soon. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it.